Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 3, Episode 17. I'm one of your hosts, Collins. And I'm Frank. Hello, Frank. Hey, long time no see, right? Yes, because we hung out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if I misses you already? What, wait, what? What if I misses you already? See? What if you miss me already? Well, I mean, you know. That's just how friendship is, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, well, I'm not even sure I'm going to say how's going because we already catch up yesterday. Yes. Well, Ash, I haven't asked, how's our fountain pen things going lately? Your how are my stuff? fountain pen things going? Um, I haven't been able to use my feather pen, the new feather pen I got yet. Um, my journaling has been on like a bi-weekly basis, oh, so, so it's been going, <laughs> you can call it lazy. Um, I still got to do my, I still got to do my quarterly analysis for the quarter. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's been all right. Wait, you do quarterly analysis? I do. I do a quarterly analysis or I mean. I should be. I haven't done mine yet, but ah, basically, okay. I you do like a weekly one that captures like a week by week thing. Although I, I will admit, I've been doing a bi weekly thing, and then every quarter, so four times a year, I just do like what are the most memorable things that I want to write down, and what things went well, what things didn't, and what learning moments can I gather from those. Got it. That's my quarterly analysis. Got it. Okay. Hmm. So, I don't do like an end of the year thing. It's just every quarter. It's just one journal so entry. So no giant capture. entry, reflection, New Year resolution. Just every quarter. No, I feel like a year is too long to have something like a New Year's resolution because the the it's common for people to make a New Year's resolution and then by February it's gone, right? Like it's pretty common. <laughs> Or even the next day, it's gone, right? Um, but I think a, a, every quarter, it's a short enough duration of time that you generally can keep in your memory, like things that happened about three months ago. So attention right? span issues. So you, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's a human. That's a human thing. So you can think about like, oh, what did I do over the summer? These were the things that I found that were fun. These were the challenging moments. Um, and this is what I want to move on to work on for the next quarter. I think that breaking up the year into these quarters is really helpful for Got me. It. Okay. Okay. And if you like royally fail, like it's okay to just pick up the next month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's me. I, I, uh, I was thinking, how bad would you consider a royally fail? Like, let's say you, let's say, okay, here, here's a good uh, uh, concept, right? Like, a lot of people, they say, I, I want to exercise. I want to go run every day, mm -hmm. right? And then you just don't run for a week, and that not running goes for a, a month and then for an entire quarter, right? Like, you have lost that for the entire quarter. There's another quarter coming up. You just start then, rather than waiting a whole year and be like, oh, I ended up not running for an entire year. Right now, you got a quarter. Do it the next, start the next quarter. I mean, that would just consider failed, right? I mean, really fail would be like, you stop running and eat like one whole pizza every day. Fair, yes. <laughs> but again, my, my point being that like, you know. Okay. Whether you fail, royally fail, or like things get derailed for you, um, I find that having the quarter breakdown, it makes it easier for me to keep on track. Okay. Okay, okay. How about nice. yourself? Um, positive and negative. <laughs> As I already showed you, I got the uh, ultrasonic cleaner. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That thing looks like a like a uh, a commercial frying machine. Yeah, I think mine was the two liter model, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a it's a good amount. It's a good size. Uh, I think the brand is Vaver. They also make commercial versions too. That's why it looks really like stainless steel industrialized. It, it does not look like something you'd put on your uh, hipster writing counter. That's something that is stored in the back. <laughs> it belongs to a service station. 
basically. A pain yeah. service station. But, I mean, hey, as long as it works, it's fine, right? Um, so, yeah. it works well it, in terms of cleaning the nib. Like, I didn't even try to use the bulb syringe to flush things out. I basically just run it underwater for a while and... Uh... Okay, so, oh, wait, let's let's take a step back. Okay, so you bought the ultrasonic cleaner because an ultrasonic cleaner is really good at cleaning up, like, the small little stuck particles inside the particle pens like and pen stuck in your stuff. Pen, right, so if you use, like, right. dye ink, that generally isn't too big of an issue. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, I got a... Uh, I started using pigment ink in a lot of my pens. Okay. You have to flush those out fairly regularly. (laughs) So I got very lazy in terms of pain maintenance. Um, Mm -hmm. It dried up a couple of times. And because Conan has the the fully sealed mechanism, right? It can seal the uh, between the main ink compartment versus the uh, ink, a little bit of ink capacity. Right after yeah. the nib. So if it dries up, all it dries up is the ink, the nib itself, and the little reservoir. Sure. So you could, in theory, just clean that, and then the rest of the pen is yes. totally fine. And the issue is, in what I've been doing the last month on that pen is that if I left it not writing too long, which I didn't because it's a pigment ink, I only use pigment to sign very rarely, Hindsight twenty twenty. That's probably not mm-hmm. a good idea. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought it dry three times. Okay. And eventually, third time, no matter how I primed it or how I uh, let go of the ink, it just doesn't want to start anymore. All right. It just tells me they gave up. So I. So you got the ultrasonic cleaner for that. Yes, I got ultrasonic cleaner for that. How did you, how do you prep the pen for, because uh, this, an ultrasonic cleaner is something that I've wanted to get for a while, but I never got around to actually buying one. How do you prep the pen for ultrasonic cleaning? I didn't do shit. Did you just, I mean, you, <laughs> did you disassemble the, did you take apart no, the feed I did not. from? The whole point for me was I do not want to take off the feed. Because if I want to take off the feet and the nib itself, I could just take a toothbrush and just brush it off. Interesting. Okay. Right? If, if I could so disassemble you... the entire feed, it, 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 I don't need an ultrasonic cleaner. A toothbrush okay. would do the work. Okay. So with that, you just you just unscrewed the, the front part of the pen and I rinsed it, on the water it into the ultrasonic and cleaner. And dumped it in the ultrasonic cleaner. For did you use any kind of special solution? No, just with pure that? water on this gun. I just okay. use pure water. Um, I think I learned this from Mike Masayama during a pen show while I was watching him cleaning the pen. Um, mm-hmm. you don't have to use the full water capacity of the ultrasonic cleaner. You can put mm-hmm. a glass bottle or glass jar inside the cleaning area. Oh, <laughs> so that the, because this glass is hard, right? So the vibration actually transfer into it. Yeah, and it, when you have a glass jar, that limits the ink only dirty that specific area. Interesting. So you don't use the full capacity of it. You just use you don't because it's just shaking. Yeah, the, you're still clean. You're just shaking it very violently. You still fill right? up the entire. It's still um. What's the best one? You still fill out the entire ultrasonic cleaning area. As to water, yeah. but you just have you only need to change all the water for that session. Ah, uh, got it. Right. So it makes got things it. easy. Instead of hulking your entire thing, the entire machine, you just take out that little tiny water jar and just toss it out and you get a new jar of water. And that's probably better for the nib too, right? Because it's not rubbing metal against metal, it's metal against glass. Ideally for ultrasonic cleaner, you need to put it in a basket or a mesh. It can be either wire or it can be plastic. Whatever they provide to you, you're not supposed to sit around the bottom of the ultrasonic cleaner. Right, but the nib has to. Are you resting the nib in the in glass? The glass. Then? Yeah, I just put it in the glass. Right, right. So, okay. uh, I only really flush it out with water, 
and then bring it in ultrasonic cleaner about two two minute sessions. Mm-hmm. And after that, the nib is pretty much cleaned. You, I'm guessing you bulb syringe no, it. No, I didn't syringe right? it. Like you, uh, it all came I out. I purposely didn't bulb fine. syringe it. Oh, well, it, it came out pretty well, honestly. Wow. And, uh, I'm surprised. Maybe I will have to get one. <laughs> and I was trying to. Um, I was trying to test the, you know, you know, typically when we both syringe it, you, if you put the uh, nib into a piece of paper, you soak it out, you still see some part of ink. Mm-hmm. I did that with both the pigmented one and my uh, vanishing point as well. Yeah. And uh, surprisingly, both of them produce way less pigment and dyes than I initially thought they were going to produce. Wow. So Is, I didn't use both syringe yeah. on neither. Which, yeah, it, it does a really good job cleaning stuff. Would you, is this going to be your new default way of cleaning out your pen? Probably. It saves a lot of time, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you're not, you know, you, you don't have to, like, spend your time bulb syringing it out and, like, doing all that stuff. Yeah. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah. And uh, mainly, I mean, because sometimes when you, you bulb syringe it, you need to take it out. I mean... I mean, location is probably still good to do it, um, but I don't have to try to fit the bulb syringe into the back of the pan and doing everything else that's needed. Plus, um, yeah. I think it actually cleans better. I, of course, if you combine oh, the two, it, it'll be much cleaner, right? But the sure. ultrasonic cleaner, I just need to kind of like take it out, put it and plop it down. I don't have a bottle ready, so just it's fast. That's is there say, any fast. is there any fear of it either? vibrating the nib or the feed out of alignment I guess or always, scratching your I don't think you're going to scratch the it. Acrylic. I think a lot of people's main concern will be vibrating it out of alignment. Okay, but yeah. That's I mean that it is vibrating extremely fast. 42 right? so, kilohertz to be exact, which mm-hmm. I think there's a part loose in my ultralight in my so that I can hear a very high frequency as well, which <laughs> annoys the crap out of me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's from from this point, I'm probably going to wear a uh, earpiece whenever I clean it. You can just leave the room for two minutes and come back. If I come back, it sounds still annoys me. <laughs> It'll easily turn on this there, so... Um, okay. It has a warmer. I mean, we don't need it for pans because you're supposed to clean pans with cold water. But uh, it has a set a warmer. warmer. Yeah, it will set the solution to certain degrees. What? Okay, I mean, what would that be for? Jewelries? Jewelries, uh, middle parts, the hot, the, the warmer. Like, for example, if you have something that's like a deruster for middle parts, um, the hotter temperature will actually make the chemical reaction faster, so it eats away the rust faster. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's what I was trying to explain to us, and... Uh, we are just using it like a, as a very uh, minor work, <laughs> in a sense, of, of its full capability. Like, it's on easy mode for cleaning, right? Like, because yeah. this ultrasonic cleaner, especially the one you bought, can can handle much bigger things or much more well, difficult I'm not sure it's cleaning more difficult. Like, this one doesn't really have not, that much more power than the other. Um, there's only a 60-watt version. The minimal is probably like 32 watts, I think, from what I saw on uh, stuff. There's not a dual motor one. There, there's a dual motor version that's like 120 watts. I just look at it, it's like, uh, I probably don't need this. You you bought the Vivor one, Vivor. which is about $50 on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But there are other cheaper ones that are like $30. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the cheaper one is, I mean, it's mass-produced, right? So if there's any issues, they probably already right. done the issues already. That's one of the... I'm, I might end up just getting yours, just because, number one, you've already vetted it that it works. Number two, these other ones do look rather cheap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they look pretty cheap, to be honest. Yeah. The V1, yeah. one, hey, the hey, one so... work well, I would say. There's, like, the menu is kind of trash, but you'll figure it out it's not hard to figure it out but yes it does look very industrial it is it would not win any 
beauty contests in terms of style and look. I don't think he meant to. <laughs> it, yeah, it's supposed to just say, yeah, I'm the workhorse machine. I'm just going to be here and do my work. You just don't look at me while I'm working. Yeah. But um, so something happened while cleaning the pen. Oh, oh no. Okay. I, I never told you, but uh, I lost the O-ring of my Conan. How? Yeah, see here, this is a stupid part. There, okay, so the, the Conan has two O-rings to mm-hmm. seal the nib unit, basically, right? It is a pen that you are allowed to... It, it has, the O-ring is basically there to prevent any kind of water or ink to get out or get in, right? And right. Uh, because Conan is a... Uh, he uses a buck unit that can be screwed and screwed out, much like the Pelican and stuff like that. Um, the O-rings are just too, too, because it's a, for any other pen manufacturer, they might not care. They just need mm-hmm. an O-ring at the very end to seal the end, and they don't really care in the front, but only being a demonstrator. If there's any water getting from the front, you can see it and demonstrate it too. So it doesn't look that great. Right. Right, so there's, so there's two, two O-rings. O-rings. Okay. While I was flushing the pan, one of the O-rings stayed. Another O-ring got pulled out with a nib unit. Okay. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's out. I might just walk clean this under the flushes faucet while I was at it. Okay. Okay. So I held the O-ring in my right hand. Run under water. And was well, it was running under the water. A thought came to my mind: Oh shit! The faucet is open. The 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 drain is open. <laughs> it would be really yeah. terrible if I accidentally lost the O-ring. So yes. let me close the faucet. Okay. I let go of my right hand and went to close the drain. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, you had the right idea, bad execution. Terrible execution. <laughs> if you just didn't have the idea, you might be okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, correct. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. But uh, well, I currently mm. contacting uh, I contacted Konib through emails. I'm not entirely sure they're going to respond because they haven't really been... They used to have a monthly newsletter, by the way. They've gone dark, right? They've pretty much gone dark, yeah. They had a announcement this beginning of 2020 saying that mm-hmm. they will pause all productions and they will resume later. Mm-hmm. But ever since that, that announcement, I haven't got their monthly newsletter. I haven't received anything from it after that. I don't think most people did. So I'm not sure what happened to them. I'm not sure I'm going to get a response to them as well. Or at least not the Mm. moment. Because, I mean, my guess is that if they haven't responded to you, they have a huge backlog. If they wanted to respond, they have a huge backlog of emails. I mean, luckily, uh, stores at Pen Realm has coded O-rings. So I'm going to work on them. You just need to find the right I don't know the right size. You just need to find the right size. Oh right, because you you don't have. Well, it, I have right? the other one. That is stuck in Are they pan. the same? I don't know. I think they're the same, but I can't. Oh, I, geez, I'm not yeah, sure. That's... Right. That's... Yeah. So I'm just gonna buy one round from Ken, from the pen realm and see if it fits or not. At least it's an O ring, and you didn't lose something else that's a little bit more proprietary. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the rest of the proprietary part, I might actually already have all the replacement parts besides the back cap. Okay. Yeah, I already have a piston replacement. I I requested from them. Oh, okay. Um, I just in case screwed up the uh, screws on the back uh, piston, or the uh, the back screwing area. So I have a replacement for that mm-hmm. part as well. <laughs> they sent me extras because the uh, the origin hexagon of key they had was too. It was not the right size, so I stripped it. Yeah. Mm. So there's that. And overall, I, I think I'm pretty much set in spare parts besides the O-ring, but I'll, I'll try to find the O-ring somewhere. 
worst comes to worst, we just slap an entire area with silicon sealant and call it a day. Right. <laughs> you have to show me which, which O-ring you lost. Yeah, yeah. When I next yeah, time I come I'm over. Sure um, other than that, it's good. Yeah, I that is actually something that I'm constantly on the lookout for whenever I'm rinsing anything in the sink. It's like, oh, should I put a stopper in the sink? I probably should. What I usually do now is I just put a bowl and I do it over a bowl instead. Yeah, that works too. If I do anything like that. Yeah, or just put a stopper. It'll fall into the bowl and not down the Either sink. Either way, just don't have running water directly. <laughs> Run against your parts. Don't, if you're going to turn the faucet off, put the pen down. Right. Don't be like Put me. it down, then turn it off. Correct. Ah, so well, lesson learned. Won't be next time, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm grateful that at least for me, I haven't ever lost anything down the drain yet. Mm, yet. 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 <laughs> yet. Okay, so well, our next topic will be actually uh, no, let's continue for for our I guess our trip slash meet on Sunday. So mm-hmm. we there is a new what's the place called? Kinokuniya. Yeah, Kinokuniya opened in one of our hometowns. So we went yeah. to take a visit. So how do you like it? So. I know that Kinokuniya is it's a Japanese uh, stationery store that opens typically with uh, um, Mitsuas in in the uh, United States. Um, they usually have a pretty good fountain pen collection and other stationery stuff, um, but their collection was much better than I expected they would be. I think in one hand they have less co- collection than I thought. They have less Lammies, because I remember the original Kinokuniya store had, like, tons and of Lammy colors that notebook. you could buy. This one. Yes. Yeah, very much less notebook, because I the last yeah. time, uh, I think it's a store here and the US, one down, down there, both have a lot of notebooks. This one doesn't. This one really doesn't. Yeah. No. No. Th- and uh, This was more of, like, a anime manga store yeah and you know they actually didn't have any ruler oh, i was looking around i, I said that. i need a middle ruler uh middle rounded edge ruler preferably middle brass they <laughs> of don't course. have it they don't even wow. have any kind of like fancier ruler per se so they're actually you know what i actually didn't notice I didn't see very many of like the 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 color pens. Did you see those? No, no. Did they still have? They yeah, have really a those. section that has like preppies and uh, oh, you probably just didn't see that section. It's hidden away on the very back corner of the store. Oh, they didn't have too man, many though. It's just like one bookshelf worth. That's okay. It. It used to be like three bookshelf. This one's like one bookshelf. So they really condense yeah. the uh, normal rollerball sessions. This one. Mm-hmm. What is surprising though is the <laughs> fancier pen collection they have. Yeah, they have a pretty good collection. I wish I took a picture. Wait, where's my? Okay, so number one, they have Kobe ink there. Right. Which and I'm really surprised about. Super surprised because I would have thought that's either a thing that I ha- I'm forced to buy online. Or I have to go to Japan for, but it's like, well, if they have Kobe ink here, you know, I might go and I might go and buy one because I only have one right now. Let me see. Yeah, and on top of that, they have okay. So let's let's first talk about it. They they thin down their Lamy Lamy collections. I don't even remember mm-hmm. seeing the uh, All Star anymore. Just their Safari lineup there. Yeah, and. Uh, that's kind of funny too because they put their Lamy in the front counter, which yes. is the more economical one. Yes, but it's also colorful, right? So like you're gonna get more. you're gonna be able to you're gonna be able to get people to buy a thirty dollar fountain pen a little bit faster than someone's gonna come and buy. Right, their, I was gonna say yeah. that. I think that was a strategic move they decided to do to put the more 
affordable pens up front. Yes. Because they yes. had the, they surprisingly had sailors. And yeah. I believe it was a Stormy Sea model. Right mm-hmm. in the display, it's like a $250 pen. Yeah, it, it was surprising to see some nice sailors there. Yeah. They also have the uh, Kyono Ito there as well. And they, I, I think the most surprising, they actually had Colorverse. Colorverse Ink, so they did. Yeah, because Colorverse Ink is not even Japanese. Colorverse Ink is Korean. Yeah. And um, the fact that they start carrying Korean ink was a little bit surprising on my, to me. But hey, I guess the, that also speaks in volume of how uh, well Colorverse has been doing in the Fallen Pen world, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think the Korean culture thing has also been kind of booming because I remember seeing that there was a BTS uh like it wasn't a fountain pen it was like a i think it was a mechanical pencil that they had really? a bts mechanical pencil <laughs> that's interesting okay all right i yeah. guess it's just yeah maybe that's what but yeah like i think i might go back or we should probably go back and like see what we could actually buy from there Maybe I'll buy one of those Kobangs. They also have a lot of preppies. <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of preppies. I don't have a preppy. You don't? No, I don't. Oh, okay. But I don't think you have one either, right? I don't. I lost my a long time ago. Yeah, it's it's nice to see a stationary store locally that you can go to to buy some stuff. And you don't always have to go online to buy it. Yeah. So a quick trip is fine. Uh, I just kind of disappointed that they move. They remove a lot of the notebook sessions, but I guess mm-hmm. I lose all right. Because the odds of, I mean, I don't know. Do you tend to buy more notebooks or do you tend to buy more pens? You see, that's the thing. Pens, typically, you do more research on and buy. Yes. And singles to ink. Well, yes. not, not, not ink, I would say. Ink, typically, you have more abundance of. You don't really ever run out once you're in the hobby lobby. Yeah, else. yeah. Right. A notebook, on the other hand, I don't really, like, preemptively buy notebook that I use every day. Like, you just have it just them. crap I ran out. I mean, we from Amazon, and I mean, wait, like, two <laughs> or three days to get it. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I don't use, like, fancy notebooks for everyday work it's, it's just the uh, wait what do you call fancy tomoe notepad sure because some people would argue that even a rhodia notebook is kind of okay. fancy I mean my, my standard is either a mix of rhodias and a mix of uh, midori and uh, mm-hmm. maruza and nemazine that's the main three that just rotates at work and uh, if I have one, just any of those three at the store, I'll be pretty happy. But I didn't have any of it. Yeah, I remember the the other Kinokuniya that was near that was near us had this entire rack full of Claire Fontaine notebooks and life in like notebook different too, colors. I even I didn't even see any single life notebook. Hmm. All right. Um. Our next topic. It is one of the pen that I actually saw um, mm-hmm. online, per se. This is the uh, Turned Pinko. It's a different company. Ooh. It's an interesting colorway, isn't it? It is. Okay, now I'm seeing, like, pink, blue, purple swirls. Yeah, pink, uh, pink light purple Blue and green swirls. Wow. Yeah, if you look at the rest of his the rest of his lineup, there there's a lot of different like just very strong color swirls. I think those are mainly his own uh, own pores. He's got a bunch of blanks and he's got uh, pens. Yep. Guys, based in New York. Uh, Ornell, New York, to be more exact. And uh, I think it says that he's being... It, it looks like a relatively new shop, to be honest. 
Yeah, some of these look really good. Uh, I'm looking at the pen number... What is this? The Pinchon 13? Mm -hmm. Looks really nice. Like that. There's like that punch of blue streak. It looks like a... You know, looks really nice. Yeah, so... Uh, pen, yeah, Pinchon. What the heck? It's a non-flush tapered cap and body. Okay, okay, okay. So those are just the uh, description of the pens. Yeah, so I, I find this color interesting, and he seems to have a lot of interesting blank as well. Like a lot of them is similar to the uh, Abalon or Abalon, the Abalon pen. Pen, what's it called? Uh, pen blanks. And when the one mm -hmm. we're looking at is actually called the Alaskan Sunrise. The one I showed Collins. Yeah. And yeah, like he has a lot of very bright and colorful colors that you can take a look. This is mainly like swirls and mixes. It doesn't really have a lot of the, I would say, like a solid mm, color patterns. Like I think one of the uh, uh, Leonardo pens had, which is, I was kind of surprising, but... Uh, I, I just genuinely, I, I, I like the color patterns that this guy uses, and I just find it look interesting. Yeah. So here's the question. So, you know, let's say, because a lot of the pens, at least the ones I like, are sold out, which I guess that kind of makes sense, right? So if they're sold out, um, ooh, that one's nice. Um, the blanks are like 10 to $15, mm -hmm. right? So what would you do with the blanks? Like, I'm guessing you could have to find someone to actually spin he that. He can spin it. And Okay, so he can do he that. He can do it. And you can you can also buy the blanks and have someone else to make it for you. Um, right. I believe London Panko, which is another one that I ran into uh, this week, mm -hmm. London Panko actually buys turned Panko's uh, blanks a little bit. Okay. They, they, they use his blanks for some of their pens. So you can certainly either buy it from, you can buy it and try to make it yourself, ask someone else to make it, or just ask the creator himself to do it for you if you're, if mm -hmm. you're fine with the shape of his pens. And he has yeah. a lot of the blanks. Yeah, he, he's got a good amount. There's actually, there are more blank colors than pens, right? So you can definitely find something that you'll like. There's a lot of these that I'm like, ooh, these are really yeah, nice. Opals, uh, Mystique Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, they has a lot of special ones. The prices range between, actually, there's some that are $20, and the $20 blanks have uh, sparkles and shimmers in the, in the blank. You need to be careful sometimes uh, with the uh, pen, the, the, the blank size too, because I think Sullivan, he has a... Uh, Disclaimer saying that how many, how many of these blanks you actually need to create a pen. Oh, really? So you might need more you than might one? might need more than one. I think uh, one of the blanks I just saw is stated specifically that you're going to need two. Is, is it because it's too short and I you need another one for the cap? too short. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Because look, his long blank is eight to eight point five, and his short blanks is five to five point three. Hmm. I wonder why they did it that way. Probably just ease of actually. Casting, you can kind of yeah. see that some of them yeah. are. You can see some of them is fatter. I can see that some of them literally look. Yeah. He uses the same uh, width. He uses the same uh, length, but uh, you can tell by how fat the uh, pen blank looks because they're supposed to be the same width. Interesting. Interesting. It's supposed to be kind of fun, right? Like this this person gets to like create cool color combinations and turn out different blanks. Yeah. I think uh Carolina Paint Company also does this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I, his blanks is I think it's getting a little bit harder to get for a non non-professional paint maker in recent years. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, just something something that I ran into relatively new and it's interesting to uh share. Yeah, definitely. Some of these are uh Really, really nice. And then, then you can you can take a look at the different pen models or the shapes that uh, Turnt Penco has. Right. Very nice. Good share. All right, and I think the next question is a little bit of a brainstorming. 
So Collins, out of all the pens that you have, uh huh, which one's your favorite smaller size nib, smaller size pen? Smaller size pen. So, okay, I have quite a few pens. Um, quite a lot. I only have two small pens, and I guess it depends how you classify small, right? Do you classify small as short, or do you classify small as thin, or do you classify small as both? Mm. That's actually a very good question. Like, okay, so when you ask me what's, uh, you know, what's your favorite small size pen, what are you thinking? I'm for small size pen. I'm thinking more like a half size. Actually, now I can't think of it. Do you even have like a half size pen? Like a Pilot are, Elite. Are you talking about like a uh, ninety five? Are you talking about like a Coeco? Yeah, like Coeco. So I've got a Coeco. I've got a Coeco All Sport. Okay. Um, Will that be I your also preferred have... pen? Though? Well, let, 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 let's go through the ones I have. Like, okay. uh, I have another Franklin Kristoff pen. Um, and this one is a Ghost Franklin Kristoff 45. It's quite short. Okay. Uh, I'll hold it to the camera right here. Yeah. Okay, and let's see one. if I can find. Is that the one that's the... glowing dark or no? This one is not. I don't have a glow-in-the-dark one, but there is one that does glow-in-the-dark, okay. but this one does not. Um, it's only 4.45 inches long, capped. Okay. So it's pretty yeah, short. I will consider that as a smaller, shorter pen. But I also have a... Let me see if I can find the name designation on this. Another Franklin Kristoff... It's a a pocket sixty six. It's a little bigger. Is that considered a small size pen though? That pen looks pretty large. I feel to like be this, honest with you. It's on the border. It is five inches capped. Mm. <laughs> it's just on that edge, right? Because I'll hold a sailor. Ooh, actually, it's right the same size as my Sailor. Okay, maybe you might be right. Yeah, because that pen looks like a full-size pen, to be honest with me, even though the name is called Pocket. The It's the same height as my Sailor 1911. So, never mind. <laughs> so I guess I only have two small pens. I, I mean, okay, so the Pocket, um, the Pocket 66 is definitely smaller than the standard 66 okay. it's huge yeah yeah oh right? wow okay the standard is <laughs> yeah, like yeah the standard 66 is... inch in comparison then. the franklin christoph 66 is a very long pen it doesn't fit in most um uh, uh pen rolls okay wait where is it where is the model 66 the model 66 is 6.3 inches capped that's why okay okay anyways i've got the franklin christoph and i have the coeco and i have to say the coeco is my favorite of the two your coeco okay yeah um mainly because i actually really like the coeco nib the the uh the fine and the 1.1 stub that i have on it is really good okay um, I also really like the metal body that com it comes with. And so I have the the Queco All Sport, but it's like the stonewashed version. So it looks like it has a bit of wear to it. Okay. Um, it just feels really good. And it looks really good. Um, but I mean, I, br I bring this up because I don't have a lot of small sized pens because the purpose of a small sized pen is for you to easily bring it about um and use right but i don't really do that for the most part all of my pens are in a pen wrap i don't really care about the small size at all you don't have like a mobile um, pen basically yeah i don't 
because uh, I mean, if I do have a mobile pen, but it's not a fountain I pen. I mean, non mo non fountain pen is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's true. You did not ask me what's my favorite small size fountain yeah, pen. I didn't you asked me what my favorite small size pen, pen yeah. and I jumped to conclusions. Um, my favorite small size pen in general is my space pen. <laughs> the uh, the Fisher space pen. Yep. Is that the one with a clip or without a clip? Oh well, I bought a clip for it. The yeah, I have a uh, Fisher space pen that's brass. Okay. Um, and I and I love that pen because it does fit everywhere. I don't have to worry about it. Um, it, whenever like you go through immigration on the plane, you have to fill out the little form. The Fisher space pen works every time. I am still kind of upset that I lost mine after <laughs> having the same pen for I think ten years. Uh -huh. Through college, I did not manage to lose it in college. Okay, and managed to lose it. You managed to lose it afterwards. Afterwards, at the hotel, behind the desk. Bummer. I lifted the desk. I still couldn't find the pen. I have no so, idea where it went. So okay, but you lost it a while ago, right? Yes. You couldn't just get another. I one. lost it exactly because I do not have a. Can clip on it because it just rolled off the desk, which is why I asked just you buy a pen, pen clip. clip. Just buy the pen clip. It's it, it, like I okay. So here's the weird thing about the pen clip with the brass pen, right? Because a brass pen will patina over time, right? Um, and very quickly, uh, the gold clip that goes with the pen is not made of brass. It is, you know, steel with like a gold gold colored coating mm -hmm. on it. So the entire pen will patina, but that thing will stay nice and gold the entire time. <laughs> it keeps a nice like, contrast, um, right? It's fine. Like I I'm okay with it. Okay. But you can get you can get another clip for it and it works great. Yeah, so if you wanna if anyone wanna listen to anyone the feature space pen, like the really short one, I would I would recommend a clip. Yes. Unless you don't they, mind losing the clips it. come in. The clips come in gold, chrome, like a like a polished chrome and a matte black. So, you know, figure out which kind of pen you want based on the clip colors that they have. For me, um, my favorite small pen also happened to not be a fountain pen. Okay. <laughs> Funny enough, you do. Uh huh. Um, I have the uh, Elite ninety five, the small one. I also have Elite ninety five. Yeah, E ninety five. Okay, the Pilot E ninety five. Yeah, I also tried the uh, Travelers, um, at various different stores. I never picked it up eventually. At the end, <laughs> I, I mm -hmm. because I I keep seeing everyone have it. Online, the Traveler's Brass Pen. Traveler's Brass Pen. Yeah. Like if you go to a lot of Japanese stationery, they actually allow you to try that ah, pen. Ah, this one. Right. Yes. But I never brought myself to like the pen enough for me to buy it. It looks kind of like a, a version, a, a, a Koeko pen, a little right. bit. It is... Um, What's the best word for me to say? It has a really clean looking. It's a really clean looking pen. It's just really just a brass barrel, mm -hmm. and uh, taper a little bit toward the end. Actually, I, I would say it looks more like a Fisher Space Pen. To be honest with you, a little bit, right? A little bit. But yeah, I I tried it various times. They also have special editions for those kind of pens, and uh, I just yeah, I just never brought myself to it. <laughs> to, to purchase it um it, yeah go ahead yeah yeah it kind of reminds me of the koeko lilliput or the supra yeah i would say that's a fair assessment i, I mean i do like the koekos more but i mean they're also more expensive <laughs> yes uh they are they are definitely more expensive 
And I never got a Koiko one. The other one I have is a Pen BBS one. Is that the one with the the one you have to screw you, unscrew? You def- for the PBS one, you have to screw the cap back to the pen. Um, mm-hmm. The Elite ninety five, you can kind of get away with it for not using a cap. The pin PBS one, you pretty much have to use the cap. Um, yeah, that one's okay for non emergency writings, but if you need to do a really quick writing, you certainly needs. It's not good <laughs> for like short note taking because mm-hmm. mainly the the plastic groove they cut for the pen is too rough it's too large so it's hard to screw in and it's hard to screw off so with that being said i think my surprisingly my my favorite space my favorite short pen is the tactile turn bolt mini ah the tactile turn mini yeah, I bought the uh, the Bolt Action Mini a while back. See, a tactile turn is one of those pens that I've been wanting to get for a long time because that fidget flip mechanism is like way right up my alley, but I've never, I didn't get one yet. <laughs> well, I think it's good I didn't get one before because his... The bolt action has gone through at least three different iterations. Mm-hmm. Mine was definitely one of the very first one for my uh, <laughs> full size pen. The mm-hmm. the mini is probably like the third generation. Okay, and it feels drastically different. And I would say the third sec- the third mm. generation is a lot better. So right now on their website, they have the bolt action pen and then they have the bolt action slim. Right. Is yours the slim? No, no. Mine is... Or is it just the... a discontinued model at this point? No, mine is a bolt action. If you click okay. in bolt action, it will give you the size of it. You can choose standard, ah. short, and medium. Ah, whoa. Jeez. 4.4 inches. Yes, it's, it is a short pen. This is yeah. barely on the size that you typically would say will need to cap your pen if it if this is a fountain pen. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this is not. And this is just barely long enough. I would say this is barely long enough for a medium size hand. Do you get hand cramps while writing with this guy? Not really. Because... Okay. Like it, it, it's it's really enough that the very end of the pen rests in your uh, between your thumb and your index finger. The the webbing, yeah. right? So it's it's just enough to do it. Which metal material did you get? Uh, titanium. <laughs> uh, in fact, my small one it is a special limited edition Nebula. Okay. It is a uh, it is an iron is ionized version of like a uh, has kind of like a thunder patterns on the pen. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the uh, the pen uh, cartridge itself is it the same as a space pen cartridge? Or so is it here's the funny different? thing, right? You can you can use a space pen cartridge on this one if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, the, he also provides spacers for different pens for different cartridges mm-hmm. and you can also get actually no 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 in fact I'm sorry I need to correct something for the standardized and the middle size one you can use anything but the middle the mini one doesn't actually fit a normal Fisher space pen Okay. You can get there is adapters that you can get the Fisher Space Pen that is meant for those multicolor pens. Mm-hmm. Fisher Space Pen make a refill for that. Oh wow! And you can use that refill version with the adapter into the mini pen. You've clearly. <laughs> but you will. Yeah, the adapter has to be three D printed. Like not, the people doesn't even make it. Oh normally, wow! Okay, so, but you you sacrifice like one fourth of an incapac three fourth of an incapacity using. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, but you you went from a normal size Fisher Space Seven to the to the three color version, right? So you can imagine how big of a diamond shrunk it is. 
But I mean, like, yeah. Fisher Spaceman lasts forever. It, it lasts a long time, generally. generally. <laughs> I, I think typically I break the tip before I even use up the <laughs> pen. So I, I, that's not a concern. I did not use that, though. What did you use? Um, it's supposed... Okay, the mini name is because it fits a G2 mini for Pilot. Oh, nice. Okay. Funny enough, when I first got that pen, Pilot was going through their inventory cleaning slash rebranding phase. <laughs> and they decided to not make manufacture mini for a while. And USA ran out of stock. Oh, no. So the actual refill I have in here at the moment, in that one, it is a, uh, I think it's a blue-black. Normal, it is a normal full-size blue-black at 0 0.5. Or 0, or yeah, 0 0.7. But I cut the end. <laughs> Not even cutting the end, okay? I had to... Because mini is so much shorter, right? Yeah. I actually took a syringe to the G2, syringe out part of the ink. Just so you could cut the end and it Just properly Just so I can fits. cut it properly to fit a G2 mini size. Wow. That's what I did. Wow, you couldn't just go. You couldn't just go. I'm, does does Tactile Turn sell you replacements? Um, not at the time that they were selling that pen. I think. No. And also, he only sells in in black. Oh, you want blue black? Yeah, I I want blue black. So that's why I had it in there. So is is this Tactile Turn the reason why you haven't bought a space pen again? Yes. In a sense, yes. Because the tactile mm. turns bold action is just much easier to use compared to a spaceman. You just have to uncap it. Yeah, but this one is like... I mean, okay. Absolutely, it is more fun. <laughs> Absolutely, it is more fun. I will not debate that. that. The tactile turn bolt action is clearly more fun. But is it more usable? Um, After the... After the Fisher space, space Pen is capped, I would say it is a more comfortable ready experience. The Space Pen is. The Space Pen. Yes. But to jot down a really fast note, I would still say the, uh, the Tactile Bolt Action have it beat. <laughs> of course. Because you just have to click it. Yeah, right? you, you kind of bolted. I am not even clearly. I think I might have to get okay because you said the standard one can standard and short can fit as uh, the the Fisher Space Pen uh, card. Right. right, I think the uh, the standard one actually requires the um, it comes with all the Fisher Space Pens. And you remember the spacer that I always they always have it. Yeah, that I think the standard requires a spacer for that. Hmm, but the short does the short not. does not. The short just fits it directly. Maybe I think. I'll... Maybe I'll just have. Maybe I'll have to get a short one. Yeah, I get the, you gotta double check and see. I think uh, there there is a, a fitment explanation. Oof, the zirconium one is two hundred and fifty well, bucks. Zirconium <laughs> is is a rare material. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, the standard comes with the Pilot G two, the short comes with the Schmidt Easy Flow nine thousand, which is also a really good refill. The Easy Flow nine thousand. Mm -hmm. I really like that one. And uh, his mini comes with a G2 mini black refill. Oh, this is something I didn't know. They come with a lefty version. So if you're left-handed, you can get the bolt on the other side for yeah, yourself. Yes, because the, uh, the bolt has a curve to it, and that curve follows the normal action of a thumb. Right. So like as you as you move your thumb down the pen, it follows the flow of that. So if you're a left-handed person, the bolt and the flow has to go the other way. Yes. It doesn't mean that you cannot use it using a left hand. I, I open it and close it with left hand numerous times. Mm -hmm. But uh there there's definitely a uh preference that is made with the your dominant hands. 
And the thing the is, I have this is sh- one is, mm-hmm. uh, I think what I really like about the tactile turn, at least the newer version is, it is machined to a pretty precision point that when you click the pen back, you can mm-hmm. hear a swoosh sound. Yeah, that's mm. how tight the bolt is and then on the mechanism. So it's actually pulling in the air from the beginning area of the pen. Ah. And you can hear the... Because uh, there's, there's a slight vacuum. Yes, it creates right? a slight vacuum and you can hear the vacuum action to it. Wow. I, I tried one of these in a store one time, but I never actually bought one. Um, but now that I'm looking at it, it's like, which one would I get? Would I get the titanium one or would I get the bronze one mm, for a very for a everyday pen titanium would probably be better titanium would be better the bronze could be a little bit heavy to be honest with you but i mean okay sure but isn't it? I, I don't know. Isn't it a little bit more fun to have like a heavier bronze yes, pen? I I, say, again, yeah, I am I not say, the kind of person who is like. If this is like your everyday pen, the uh, the copper one would patina really nicely. Hmm. I'll tell you that right now. The the copper one will patina very very nicely. But then, I mean, you will also get the copper smell on your hands. Correct. That, that is a thing that will happen. Correct. You're not getting away with not having a copper smell. I, I mean, honestly, look, the titanium is 99 bucks with, along with everything else. For a normal pen, mm-hmm. titanium actually costs an like a, uh, there's a premium to titanium one, but he didn't charge premium for titanium versions. Yeah, they're all the same price, except for the zirconium yes. one. Yes, so... If you want it, I would definitely say a titanium one. Copper, if you really want patina. And bronze is nice too. Bronze? Uh, I think his bronze is a little bit too white color. It does look a little less uh, bronzy right. in, the, in photo. the photo. But I think the if you look at a very bottom photo, it, it looks all right. Yeah, I have to think about it. I have to think about it. Yeah. But just make sure that uh, you, you find the right, you find the pen with the right refill size you want to use. Yeah. And going mini is definitely um, one of the harder, more limiting factors <laughs> you can do. Because like almost all the, almost all the refill doesn't work with it. There's a very limited amount of options you can have with a mini. So unless you know what you want, unless you want to make sure that you, unless you know you are okay with stuck at this selection, do not get that mini. I'm I'm probably gonna get a short one. <laughs> That's probably a wise probably. choice. Probably, if it's yeah. most things. Yeah. But I don't know, like, so what? So you're saying that you didn't get a space pen because you think that this, the bolt action just makes it easier for quick writing. Because I don't have to uncap and cap. And I don't have to worry about like dropping the pen cap and stuff when I need to use it with only single hand. Fair enough. I think one of the reasons why I like the space pen, especially for travel, Mm -hmm. is that I never have to worry about anything accidentally engaging the pen and then having ink on Come out. something. Okay. I mean, the bolt yeah. action is pretty hard to engage on accident. <laughs> it's not a click pen. If you have a click pen, that that is a potential issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would imagine the bolt action is would keep it the from doing that The spring is well. also relatively stiff compared to every other pen out there. Mm. Yeah. Like I would, if if you are someone with typically a weaker hand muscle you might get tired just clicking and playing with a mechanism so yeah so with that being said i think uh this wraps up today's episode this is a uh not a very product heavy episode just a uh, catching up what we do episode i guess we're talking about what we like yeah, yeah the preferences and likes and what's going on lately all right collins um do you have anything much to add before we wrap up? Not much. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good on my end. I just need to um, 
crossing two fingers, I can get response from Conan soon before I uh, order from <laughs> Pen Realm. I'll I'll give Conan like two days. <laughs> you, yeah. I'll give him like forty eight hours before I had to order from Pen Realm. And if I order from Pen Realm, I might want to buy something else too. I'll let yeah. you know if I decide to go that way because Pen Realm. Did you ever get her? It, uh, go ahead. Did you ever get around to getting those inks from uh, I have the not. Tasmanian? I actually haven't ordered. Okay. Yeah, let me re- remind need, me. I, I need to, I need to connect with you on I that. Want to, yeah, I want to get that uh, really colorful ink. To be honest, I just haven't yeah. really got around it. They're not limited, right? I don't think so. I think they have like everything available to you. Okay, I hope it's not limited. I will be really disappointed <laughs> if it right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, um, Pen Realm. I did not know they sell a lot of secondhand pens too mm. so if you want to take a look at that website they may, you may have to pick something up as well um i'll let you know if i end up ordering ordering from them <laughs> because penron yeah. has additional nib too with the uh, nib customization i think you can get one with a uh nakinaga toki nibs and stuff grinded for like 60 mm-hmm. bucks so oh, wow. if Not some bad. of the listeners are a little bit adventurous, you can go ahead and uh, grab that. All right. With that being said, and I think we're uh, going to wrap it up. And I guess self-advertisement. We can be fine at uh, fountainpenandstationery.com. And our email is fountainpenandstationery at gmail.com. Again, our website is fountainpenandstationery.com. Email is fountainpenandstationery.com. Fountain pen stationary at gmail.com. Fountain pen stationary at gmail.com. And Collins, what's our Instagram? I'm pretty sure it's just fountain pen and stationary. It's fountain and stationary? Okay. Yeah. You see, I haven't really been using that as well. So, my fault. Yeah. Fountain pen and stationary uh, spaced out with underscores. Okay. All right. Wait. Fountain pen underscore? Fountain pen and stationary. Fountain underscore pen underscore and underscore stationary. You can find it. Oh, wow. You made it complicated. Okay. <laughs> I think it requires that. But oh, yes. really? Okay. Okay. That's fine. Man. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening for the night. I'll see you guys next time. See ya.